Hey, Sydney. Good morning. How are you doing? Hey, Scott. I'm good. How are you? I'm very excited today. Why are you excited? What's going I'm excited because we're going to learn new things and we're going to yes. clear up. We're going to clear up some questions that people have had. And hopefully you're going to, you're going to teach me some things. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. So there's, there's been some, uh, some developments in the, the social media space. And, uh, I, I think it's really important to stay on top of this stuff because it moves so fast. So today we're going to talk about, uh, stories mostly but there's there's a couple of big things happening and the biggest thing that's this happened uh in the last month or so is that tiktok has started uh rolling out their stories feature i've seen a couple people use it i haven't seen a lot of people use it yeah but there's a lot of confusion about stories reels posts and what are these different things all the things yeah and then and then there's some bonus news at the end so uh, we're going to try to clear that up. We're going to try to help people understand what in the world's going on. So, uh, since I'm old, slightly, you're going to have to explain it to me. <laughs> okay. So with the new TikTok stories that <laughs> Scott can't get over the fact that he's old, but we're just helping him realize. So it's okay. Um, with the new TikTok stories, it's pretty much the same as like Facebook Instagram, even like Snapchat and where, you know, you have those story posts and they delete after 24 hours. But what I'm reading is that um, whenever somebody responds or reacts to that story, people can see it publicly, which is different because you don't typically see who's liking, viewing or um, interacting whenever you're looking at Facebook or Instagram stories, or even Snapchat. So that is actually a little bit different. So that's pretty cool. Um, but it is it is pretty much similar. And I know that with TikTok stories, it's only 15 seconds, but you can also put it on your Instagram story, which is odd. And I don't quite get it, the reason why. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a new thing. And I, I'm interested to see like how people will use it because... TikTok is just a bunch of videos anyway. So adding right. more videos on a story and then having to go to someone's profile to view it just feels right. like a lot more work than people really care to put in. I think that was the complaint people had was like TikTok, there's not enough videos on TikTok. We need more videos that are just barely different. I think that's what people were saying. I hope you're being, are you serious? Absolutely not. Thank you for asking. Okay, great. Because I was like, there's way too much. I spend way too much time. But you know, God, it's so there's so much good stuff out there. It is. Scott was just showing me a video of a man that's making how did he say edible desserts? And not edible. I know it sounds better. Desserts. No, it's edible desserts. Desserts. I got that a are story edible. about edibles. I have a story about edibles, but we'll I have, have a story about edibles. But another day. <laughs> I had a dream. I. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream the other morning that I was like uh, doing edibles and riding go-karts and it was one of the most fun dreams I've ever had and it was extremely difficult to wake up because it was just such a you great just dream. You enjoyed it so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So oh, Okay. I I have not done edibles other than the dream. 
I do have a story about them, but it wasn't me. Okay, so listen, let's try to clear up some confusion instead of creating it. Yes. Uh, that's what I'm mostly doing here. So, so I'm, I'm just going to walk these, through these really quick. If you're unclear on what these things are, you know, forever, essentially Facebook kind of invented posting, right? Like, uh, I, I don't know, 100 years ago now, uh, back when I was in college. Right. Um, we actually, uh, at, at Texas Tech University, comes up. Welcome. We were one of the early schools to get Facebook. You were dating yourself here. I know. That's okay. We, Facebook came out, you know, Facebook was developed while I was in college, and we were one of the, like, we're, so the first round of school were mostly Ivy League schools, so it's Harvard and then Ivy League schools. And then Baylor had a competitive product. And, oh. yeah, and which is, yeah, it was one of the few schools in the country that had something, like, you know, people were kind of developing a social network. And so... Uh, as a like competitive move to try to really lock in Baylor, they uh, released Facebook early to schools near Baylor. Mm. So Tech was one of the early schools to you know have access to Facebook. That was back when you had to have a you know at ttu.edu address to join. That's interesting. There, yeah, we'll have to go into this another time because there was another like platform that was social media. And it was when I was going, when I was getting my bachelor's and you had to have a tech. Well, so last have, year. It's so last year. Okay. It was like <laughs> five years ago, I feel like at this point. Okay. All right. At least. All right. All right. Yeah, sure. When I was getting my, but I don't think it's a thing anymore, but you had to have a school address and mm-hmm. you had to like, yeah, you just had to prove that you were part of that. And mm-hmm. then you were able to like post stuff. So like, yeah, I don't know. Super interesting. So, wow. Weird. All right. Well, today's not a history day, but that is a little bit of history. We are so on track and focused um, today. I hope you guys are enjoying this because this is good stuff. Yik Yak. Do you remember Yik Yak? -yak? No. Wow. It's like an an anonymous way to connect, but like people were posting stuff about like tech because you're like in that. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yik Yak. Not surprising that didn't work. It's funny because. Tick tock, not that far off from Yik Yak, but Yik Yak it's a horrible name. <laughs> okay. okay, so so essentially, you know, like in this, you know, digital media space, Facebook kind of—I mean, I don't know other people have been doing it on message boards or whatever—but Facebook right. kind of invented this whole paradigm for posting. Uh, we're gonna give them credit for it anyway because they're one of the biggest companies on earth. Sorry right. to anybody's feelings were hurt. But Instagram really changed the game because they brought images in in a powerful way. And so as Facebook and Instagram were competing, Instagram really started competing, <clears throat> driving the use of images. Right. And, uh, you know, so now that's pretty much consistent across the platforms, right? You can do a post with an image. You can do a post with video. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but then they started developing these other methods. And Instagram, I think, kind of got in the weeds for a while trying to figure out a little bit of what they were trying to do because they created stories and reels and posts and IGTV and live. And there's a lot of different products there. 
But it seems like the market is really consolidated around the ideas of reels, stories, and posts. And those are the three most important things to understand. And so if you don't understand reels, it's TikTok. Yeah. Literally, TikTok is reels. Like, especially, like, you know, before this whole new thing they're trying to do with stories. Everything, that's... That's what Reels is. Yeah. It's a video that you post that is widely broadcast to anybody who the algorithm thinks might be interested. The only difference is Instagram Reels do not have the same like duration as TikTok. TikTok can go for yeah. three minutes now, which I think is Well, and they're pushing 10 minutes. Unnecessary. Yeah. Very unnecessary. Yeah. The it's funny. It's it- definitely keep you in. Yeah. As a content creator, I get it because it's like, oh, I have more to say. I want to get that in this video. But as a consumer, I'm like, shut up. Yeah. But then I also can see like TikTok when everybody's like, oh, stay tuned for part two, three, four, five, six. And I could just go into one yeah. video. But yeah. it's hard. There's a hard balance. You can't really make everybody happy. You can't make everybody happy. TikTok is trying to make the boring people happy by going all the way up to 10 minutes on, Wild. on some cases. And like, so, uh, just put it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Please don't make a bunch of 10-minute TikToks. Please. Yeah. We won't but, watch them. <laughs> we, we're not watching. We promise. will not. So <laughs> the point here is if you want to understand Reels, all you have to do is understand TikTok. That's right. the basic concept of Reels. Now, the rules are different on the different platforms. But essentially, the idea is that you create a video and mm-hmm. then it has massive opportunity to reach people because it's not just shown to your followers it's shown to anybody who the algorithm thinks might be interested right so if you want to cast a broader net reels are critical Mm -hmm. now posts i think people understand posts are when you're communicating with your audience and you know it's it's generally more static type content it's content that sticks around it's on the front of your page right. and um like that's something that you're not going to do every day mm-hmm. like reels and stories you can generally do more often right and sometimes that content is not as polished as posts but posts tend to be highly polished content mm-hmm. that sticks around for a long time and represents your brand or I- idea. Yeah, for sure. I think stories are definitely more laid back, relaxed. People can just like post things that get some interaction, but people, things that are just enjoyable and easy, easy. Right. But posts right. are just a little bit different. So, yeah. Right. So that's where I think the confusion is, is, you know, in terms of like how do these different things fit together? And that's a great kind of definition. S- stories tend to be more laid back. Yeah. They don't last right. on TikTok, on Instagram, even on Facebook. Like there's a there's a, a shelf life of stories. Right. Unless you unless you intentionally go back in and save it. And it it's the idea, like it's just much more natural, organic, like, hey, here's something you know, that I wanted people to see, but I didn't want to last forever on the internet. Right. So you had, you had some examples earlier. Tell us some examples of like things you might post on a story versus I mean, a it's post. Simple, or, like 
like big things. Um, and I mean, it's not the same for everybody, but like stories for me are like simple. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm eating. A mm-hmm. boomerang here or there. You know what I mean? Um, right. Like, for example, this past week, I did like a video of my dogs because I'm not going to post this really cute video of my dogs on my post on like my grid because it wasn't really like all of, you know, it doesn't need to stay there. Yeah. But just right. to give somebody some insight into, I also post like, I don't know, it's very simple. And then your grid is, I feel like mostly just like, it's what you really want to stay captured for anybody. Right. If they ever go to your page, they always have that to look at on your stories, unless you save it under your highlights, then you don't see it again after 24 hours. Right. Which and so I just want to be clear here. Oh, sorry. No, go it ahead. is kind of a cool thing. I just want to be clear here. So if you're if you're confused at all, because this terminology really is confusing. So when Sydney says grid, she's talking about posts. And it's specifically kind of a reference to the Instagram grid. Right. Because you, when you see your posts on it, when you go to somebody's page and see their posts on Instagram, you see the grid of posts. And so there's you a lot. This terminology is very TikTok fluid. Too. Yes, the, absolutely. The grid would be the same for TikTok at that point. If you're going to like a page and seeing like their grid, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't see that on their story, so right. And so, if you want to dive into a person's content or to a brand's content, then the grid is like the history of carefully curated content. The whole thing that TikTok, though, that I think because it's different from Instagram, Instagram doesn't do this for reels that I know of, but TikTok has like folders that you can basically do. And Mm -hmm. um, if you go like to somebody's page and they did a series on the best coffee that they've ever made. And then they did another series on pastries. Like you can Mm -hmm. see at the top of their page, kind of like those highlights, but it's their actual 60 second, three minute, however long videos and they're on there, right. which is kind of cool. Right. I think it's, is a way that TikTok kind of stands out. And I think it's a cool aspect to their platform. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. Like, especially cool. if you have a series that you mm-hmm. do like, you know, like once a week, mm-hmm. you know, let's say you're a lawn mowing company, for example, Scott wants to really open a lawnmower company and I'm not here for it. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. But if you did, if you did and you had, you know, periodic series about mower maintenance, you could put all of those videos into a folder together. So somebody who wants to know about lawnmower maintenance can go through that folder. They just, they don't have to see all your fertilizer posts and all your like, you know, precisely promotional like 20 percent off stuff they can just see the stuff on mower maintenance yes you're right it's it's Please. a good it's a good aspect but no do you want a lawnmower course. story or no should no. we <laughs> have yes give us the lawnmower please it's very brief this. so yesterday okay. uh <laughs> he's gonna tell us anyways Kind of. My neighbor uh, hired somebody new to mow uh, her lawn, uh, and uh, they have a mower that looks very much like my lawnmower. Yeah. It's a beautiful mower. It's a John Deere, like, 52-inch deck. It's, I mean, it's great. It. <clears throat> do you, 
Okay. Well, anyway, Zoe got out of the car and she accused the guy of stealing her lawnmower. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> it's like he took my mower because oh apparently it's it's her Hers. lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, she does the yard work and all that. That's amazing. Um, that is very yeah. cute. See, Aww. told you. Yeah, that's funny. All right, so let's uh, <laughs> let's try to recap a little We're bit. Get Just back on track here. Um, I hope you guys are having fun today because I know I am. Yes. So, <clears throat> real Instagram. stories and posts. Right. Please. Yeah. Take it away. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just gonna say. So on <laughs> on TikTok, a reel and a post are kind of the same thing. Yes. And essentially. um, but but really, the post is your curated messaging about yourself. If somebody is new to your content, somebody wants to do a deep dive on the stuff that you're saying, the post is really where people are gonna get that information Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so it's consistent branding consistent messaging highly curated um you know the best looking stuff you have reels is your broadest appeal where it goes out to the most people has the most opportunity for interaction among a new audience Mm -hmm. and it's how you can you know take an idea especially if you can target it and you can say something unique and interesting right then you can get that idea in front of a lot of people yeah and stories are stories have a different uh whole kind of different idea they don't last as long Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more raw just like personal if you want to see sydney's dog for example and the other thing that we didn't talk about is that it's really an opportunity for engagement. So, yeah. so that's something that you mentioned earlier um, offline. Polls. Tell us, yeah, tell us a little bit more about using stories for engagement. Yeah, you can really. There's of course like a poll section. You can do like Q and A's. Ask me anything. Like if you have any questions, if you want people to engage, they can engage that way. Like sending in a question. Maybe they saw a series that you're doing and. You just put like, ask me a question about the series on the lawnmowers or the fertilizer or whatever. And you can ask questions or you you can have the poll where it's like, (laughs) which fertilizer is better? And then you have like four different options and people can go ahead and like click an answer. And so it's just a really cool way to keep your like audience and customers engaged and remember like you're popping up on their, at the top of their list and they're clicking and interacting with you on this like less um professional way right like it's just them interacting in in a small way and feeling like they're a part of the conversation so it's cool right and i think the answer is malorganite i think people know that yeah oh what fertilizer more organite malorganite yeah i I think people know that's the right answer Mm mm-hmm Okay, well, um, we'll do a poll. We'll all right, so we're, we're going to wrap up, but we got one last thing. I, I hope that brings some clarity. Please, if you have questions about that, please ask questions. I know that this is really confusing for people. It was terribly confusing for me because right. I am very old. And Sydney um, helped me clear that up. She She's helped a couple Isn't people lately. Young. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, Sydney's very, very painfully very young. Painful. Lately, when people have questions about this, I just tell them to call Sydney. So, if you Stop have questions, everybody my way. Yeah, 
just just call me and and I'll tell you to call Sydney. Yeah. Um, but we there's one last bit of, of big news in the digital space that we should talk about uh, before, uh, and that's Twitter. So yes. uh, Elon Musk in March bought nine percent of Twitter. It's he's the largest single shareholder. He far outweighs Jack Dorsey, the creator founder of Twitter. He has like two uh, percent. Like yeah, he's, he's I think he's less than uh, maybe yeah, just over he's right around yeah, two. Just, so yeah. Just over two? Yeah. Yeah. So Elon bought nine percent. The board he signed an agreement to the board made him sign an agreement to not buy more than fourteen point nine nine percent. But it's a massive swing in the digital space. And it's because he was pissed off about the way censorship is occurring on Twitter. He loves Twitter. Right. And he's pissed off about censorship. So this is a huge trend, and I think it'll be really interesting to see. You know, he. I. I think we can assume he's going to drive Twitter towards being a little bit more open, a little bit more of a free conversation, as opposed to the kind of heavily censored, you know, conversation they, they they started pushing into. So, what are your thoughts on this? How do you feel about this? I think it's really interesting. Right. Uh, I. I don't particularly enjoy Twitter personally. Right. That's why and, I was like, ah, you know, Twitter um, recently in the last few years has just been, yeah. It's a lot of people shouting at each other. Right. It's very just Karen-esque. Lots of complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Karen-esque. Was very... Lots of complaints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so that's not something I'm trying to introduce into my day. I'm more into like the, you know. Reels, TikToks, exciting. I want to see people making fabulous desserts and doing lawnmower maintenance. Edible desserts, yes. I think everybody wants to see the lawnmower maintenance. Yes. Speaking of, you know, it's it's spring. It's time to do lawnmower maintenance. So I I don't have any videos on it. I'm not promoting. This is not self-promotion here, okay, people? If you have some recommendations for lawnmower maintenance, please. Honestly, that this is not. One day Scott's really going to just open up a lawnmower. One day. We're going to be like, see, this is what you've been talking about for the last three years. Yeah, literally you've you've wasted the last three years of all of our lives building up for this lame moment. Yeah, but it's fine. (laughs) That's fine. 2025. Yes, we love this. As soon as Owen's really able to help, you know, run the business. I don't think it's a bad idea. All right, great. I think that might have been a backhanded compliment. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day, I need you to teach me how to relax like you do. And I was like... <laughs> I need you to tell me how to not care. Because you obviously <laughs> don't care. Uh, I mean, he was genuinely trying to be like you know, uh, generous with that statement, but it, it, it was not well. Yeah. It's not like so. it was not well received, but it also was not. It was hilarious. Anyway. All right. We've covered a lot today. Thank you guys so much for, uh, sticking with us. I know that this is a challenging topic. It's a little bit, it's probably one of our longer podcasts recently, but, yeah. uh, it's important to understand these different elements because like there's so much content and there's like, I would, Social media is a beast that sometimes feels like it's just, you know, there to suck the life out of you when you're like, wait, now I have to also do stories and now I like I have to make all of this content. But but you don't 
Right. Like don't it doesn't have to own you. If you understand what these different tools are for and then can align that, you know, if you have strategic goals for your brand and you understand right. how to use these tools, then you don't have to kill it at all of these tools all the time. Right. You just have to figure out what your goals are and how to use them to accomplish those goals. Perfect. The tools, much like a file for sharpening a lawnmower blade. Okay, well, please subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram at Films, and share it with anybody that, you know, might find this interesting or want to uh, start a lawnmower company with Scott. Yeah, yeah, please. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Sid. Thanks, Scott.